of having that freedom. Anyway, keep going. Yeah. I mean, and one thing that I just want to touch on while you're mentioning that is like, people don't even look ahead. So like everyone that's in college and in that like realm of like figuring out where they're going to go to school or like the youth, you know, like what they're thinking about, they're not thinking about like, once I get done college, where am I going to be then? They're thinking about going to school for the next year and how much fun that they're going to have or like the community and the environment, which is important stuff. Um, but it's like, no one thinks farther than that. And if people could just look farther than the, the hand in front of their face, like, and they really thought about the things that they were doing today and where that was going to lead them. Like I heard you say one time, the decisions we make determine the road that we take. Right. hundred percent. So I wrote it and I put it on my wall and I started to think about what I was doing while I was in school. And I, literally my friends would be like, do you want to go out tonight? And I would be like, and then what? Right. Cause like, and then I'm like, and then I'm hung over tomorrow and I feel like crap and I sleep in and I've waste half the day. And I'll be like, no, like I don't want to go out, you know? And I started to change my decisions just cause I started to look ahead and, you know, to jump back into what I was saying is that girl that I was, you know, with in college, she was like, you know, the negative or I guess the not even open-minded perspective of the environment that I was around. But so was she hot? That's the question. She's, she's especially the question okay today. Yeah. Okay. Looking <laughs> good. answer. <laughs> good answer. Um, she was okay. Looking. Yeah. She's okay. Looking right. But, um, so ultimately not being the person that I was supposed to be with though. Right. Like two. And you know, it's so funny. I was just telling Josiah this this morning. Um, you know, like I would have stayed in Maine and tried to do real financial. I still would have dropped out of school, but I would have stayed in Maine and just lived in my college house if I was with her. But since she broke up with me the same week that I was, I didn't even tell her I was going to drop out of school, but I, she dumps me, I drop out of school and I moved back home to Pennsylvania and I lived at a friend's house and I just started doing real financial all day long. And I was like able to grow so much and just kind of like get the results and start to learn the, at the pace that I was supposed to the whole time without being held back by my environment. And I think it's something that a lot of us have trouble with, like, especially in that beginning phase, like I didn't even know what entrepreneurship was, you know, and then I figured out what it was and everyone around me is like, you're crazy. Like, what are you talking about? You're trying to sell stuff. You're trying to, you know, they're like, just finish school, you know? And that like tapers a lot of people in the direction that, I mean, everyone ends up going that doesn't get influenced by people like you or Andy and, you know, this whole community of social media presence that's out there now. It's like all those people, they just end up doing what everybody else tells them to do. They end up somewhere and then they one society. day, yeah, society, but they just, they wake up and they just go, am I even doing what I want to be doing right now? And for most of them, it's no. Right. And I have friends now that, you know, like I don't really talk to my people that I grew up with as much, but I know that they're watching my stuff and they're like, so they reach out, they're like, we got to catch up. And I'm like, and talk about, you know what I mean? I'm like, I kind of am just like growing and trying to like accomplish things. And like on this mission, I think a lot of them look into my world and they think it's exciting because it's different. Yeah. Well, but, when they say it next time, if anybody ever catches up to you and they say, Hey, we need to catch up. Say, yeah, good luck. <laughs> That's what I used to say. Cause again, I mean like childhood buddies, you can't replace and, you know, when you grow up pretty soon, you realize like, I don't have any childhood buddies left now. Do they still exist somewhere? I'm sure, but we don't hang out. We don't communicate, but a couple of them, cause they see me on social media, they'll call and they'll say the same shit. And every time they say, do we need to catch up? I'm like, fucking good luck. <laughs> anyway, I'm just yeah. giving you a little cool bits that you can use to 
you know, seem even cooler. Keep yeah. going. No, I appreciate it. Um, Let's try it now. Hey, dude, we got to catch up. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> now, see that fucking good. That's good right there. <laughs> even, the, even the way you said it. Yeah. You paused even correctly and said, good luck. <laughs> All right. Anyway. So, yeah, I drop out of school. Um, take a loan out. And uh, my whole thinking take was. Take a loan out from who? Uh, uh, what was it? Franklin Mint Credit Union. Oh, so yeah. you just you just went and applied for fifteen hundred dollar loan? Yeah, I applied at like four different banks. I got the client from the first three, and uh, <laughs> I had no credit. See, that's funny though. How did you know to go get a loan? Because most usually, just for the record, most banks aren't going to loan you sh shit. Yeah. How yeah. did you think? And and why? What made you decide? Did you have good credit? No, I had no credit. Nothing. Um, you know, it's funny. And I by, and by the way, just use this as a teaching lesson, only because. A lot of people listening credit very important in life so whoever's listening to this right now remember what i tell you credit folks you have bad credit number one get it fixed i can even tell you who to get it fixed by okay it's called fortress credit pro or fortress fortresscreditpros.com fortresscreditpros.com um Dude owns that dude. He'll freaking get your shit dialed in quick. And I'm telling you, it's a fact. He doesn't even charge until he does it. That's the good thing. But anyone with bad credit, dude, needs to stop. Credit will screw you or credit can help you immensely. Credit's so important. No one told me that. When I was your age, I probably had a, you know, 480 credit score. I had, you know, charge offs already. Why? Well, because I went around as a kid and got, you know, credit cards, Bon Marche. They're like, you know. Yeah, oh, you can yeah. you can have thousand dollar credit line. I'm like, no shit. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, okay. So now I have a thousand dollar credit card to Bon Marche. I go in and buy thousand dollars worth of clothes. Isn't that what they're for? So I get the clothes, and I'm like, you know, all I have to do is make a small monthly payment. Well, I couldn't. Uh, you know, I was a kid. So anyway, long story short, keep your fucking credit clean, kids. Fortress Credit Pros. Fortress Credit Pros. And that, and by the way, the, the, I don't necessarily get paid by them. You know, that's just, I've, I've sent people that I know to the dude. Cause I know the owner, Rondi and dude, that dude, bang, bang, bang. They all came back like, holy shit. Uh, one of them was like a relative and they were having problems and always wanting to borrow money and this and that. So I said, dude, you want me to give you some help? He says, yeah. I said, go get a loan, go do this. He said, I, I can't, my credit shit. And I said, well then go get it fixed. He said, well, I tried that. I, I hired the Lexington law people and I hired a bunch of people and it never worked. And I said, well, I know a dude that it, that it works. Go see this guy. He went and saw that guy. Next thing you know, I see him on social media. He's buying a house, his first house. And I'm like, dude, how are you buying a house? He says, what are you talking about, dude? First time buyer. I said, what about your credit? He said, oh, didn't I tell you? Yeah, it's a 740 now. And it was only like three months so again, it's not, I'm not being paid. I'm just saying, if you guys have shitty credit, anyone listening, adult, kid, doesn't matter. If you got shitty credit, I'm telling you, go get it fixed. Like I always tell people, you got fucked up teeth, like go get them fixed. If you can, if you can help it again, some people, they don't have the money. You know, I understand, but I know people with money and their teeth look all fucking jacked up. Looks like they're smiling with a mouthful of Indian corn. And I'm thinking to myself, like, what are you doing, dude? Like, you know, handle that, you know, same way credit worse than a fucked up grill. 
your credit, dude. Like when I, when my, when people start wanting to date my daughters, I swear to you, I'm pulling credit. If you got shitty credit, <laughs> head that way. Yeah, out of the screen. You ain't talking to my like kids it. if you have shitty credit. That means you're a dirt bag. Now it doesn't always mean that though. Sometimes it means you were not very, you know, you weren't trained very well. You weren't educated very well. Your your parents didn't raise you to understand credit like mine didn't. But now I'm telling you, folks, get your credit fixed. And by the way, if you do go to FortressCreditPros.com. Tell them Brad sent you, so I get my, no, just, <laughs> <laughs> just joking. But that is where you would go. Now, you had good, you had no credit, no which credit. is better than bad credit. Mm. So a bank said, okay, I'll loan, what would you apply for? Uh, I just applied for the max amount. I think it was 2000 Was it a credit card you were asking for or no, a loan? It was a straight up loan. Didn't they say, what's it for? Um, yeah. And I said, uh, start my business. Oh, okay. So it was a business loan. Yeah. And uh, so I went, um, I had to. It was a funny story. I literally had to pull the money out cash because I couldn't use it in like uh, from like I didn't have a way to spend it through federal mint credit union. So I had to go pull it out, deposit it in my bank, took a day. And then I think it took a day. I can't remember. But then I had to buy my leads the next day and I got on the phones, you know. Um, Did you blow through those leads without making any money? The first like two days, I didn't make any sales. But then after that, I started to sell. And you know what's so funny is like the first 5,000 calls that I had made, you know, that story of like I made 5,000 calls when I was part-time and then I jumped in full-time and I started to do well. It's like, all I started to do differently was fully plug in and like actually listen in on the trainings and like ask people questions and just like submit to the, the actual process that was like laid out in front of us rather than being like, nah, you know what? I'm just gonna do it my way. I'm gonna figure it out, right? I thought I could like, muscle my way through it almost. And I just got my butt kicked on the phones. But like, even with all that, I was still just like, you know what? Like, I'm going to do this because I don't want, I still didn't want a job. So like, even though I was like not making sales, I was like still all in on it. Um, but I started to actually learn and just get plugged in with the trainings. So then I started to sell. Well, see, a lot of people would give up by then. Yeah. But as soon as they don't make any sales for a couple of days, they quit. Yeah. What yeah. would you tell them? I would tell them that they just don't know enough. And I mean, with the way that, you know, we're going to talk about it, I'm sure here in a minute, but like the way that we have, you know, everything laid out at real financial, like, I mean, this is something like, I think recruiting in sales and different sales organizations is so massive. Like people recruit and then they don't really train their people. They kind of expect them to figure it out or follow what they're supposed to do because they're like given a task list or something. Right. Or some but, manual. Yeah. And it's almost like, you know, the way that we view um, you know, the agents that come through that, that we get and that we recruit, um, you know, I say that we, we should treat them like they're a gutted house that we're trying to turn into a rental property. If we don't invest in them, if we don't put new carpets on the floor, if we don't put new, you know, cabinets in, if we don't paint the walls then that property is not going to be able to cash flow. And like, in all reality, you know, the people that we're bringing into our agency and like, for me, when I came in, I was like that gutted house. I, I just didn't know anything. So I'm just like, trying and I have nothing like to give back, right. And to, to be able to invest in, or to be able to get an investment property to pay you, it has to be able to be, you know, a home where someone can live in. Right. And that's kind of the philosophy that, I mean, we've impl implemented now at real financial, real financial, where it's like people come in and they get invested in, they get taught the right things. They're nurtured. Plugged in, exactly. And they're, they're especially with the, with the Elliott groups, nurturing. 